Hello and welcome to the Creamy Podcast. This is episode 41 and it's with local artist Catherine Smith. I met Catherine back in 2016 when we both attended a course with the Creative Learning Team called Sustainable Life as a Creative. You might have heard me speak about that on the podcast before. So it's really cool catching up with Catherine. I've been kind of badgering her for the better part of a year and a half to come on the podcast. So it's really cool to finally catch up with her and see to see what she's been up to and for her to speak about her creative journey and her creative practice. Yeah, so this is episode 41 and not episode 47 like I state at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, definitely don't have a time machine. I don't know what's going on there So I hope you guys enjoy our chat I'll be back at the end to plug a few little things that are coming up In the coming weeks And I'll catch you soon Hello and welcome to the Creative Podcast Yes, so this is going to be episode 47 of the podcast um, At the Enamorum Studio Space I guess um, going back on previous episodes, you might have heard me mention um, the creative learning team and a course I did called Sustaining Life as a Creative. And yeah, one of my guests today is a fellow course member. (laughs) Her name is Catherine Smith. Hi, Catherine. Hiya. Hey, thanks for coming on the podcast as well. Um, I think after many a time of me possibly badgering you on Facebook... (laughs) to come on the podcast and you finally gave in and that's probably bad now <laughs> I just pressured you to come into the podcast to record this chat but yeah um yeah that was like we were just speaking about it off mic about um that's quite, it's quite a mouthful that called sustaining life as a creative mm-hmm. you know acronym was slack that was like 2016 and I remember that day where the first day everyone made each other and I was so kind of like for me personally definitely overwhelmed thinking wow Everyone does this really amazing stuff and that, but mm. it's really cool kind of like getting to know yourself and all the others as well on that day. And But yeah, I'm rambling now. So like, <laughs> um, yeah, like what I usually do is like, you know, I kind of give the listeners a little kind of brief platform to kind of just describe themselves and their practice of what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm Catherine Smith. Um, I graduated from Grace School of Art with a painting degree in 2014. Um, at Grey's, I, I knew that I wanted to be a painter. Yeah. Um, I would draw all the time. It was never 3D. It was always like 2D. Right. Um, I, I explored lots of different themes at Grey's. Yeah. Um, I remember looking at film mm-hmm. and uh, looking at kind of like horror films and I was focusing on like the bathroom scenes and making paintings of those and then in third year I focused on music because I love music so much Mm. and I was like kind of dissecting songs like my favourite songs okay and Um, putting that onto canvas yeah like trying to just juggling far too many themes Mm. there uh, like rhythm and um sound and narrative and overwhelm myself and then I realised like music is its own thing yeah. and it doesn't need to be adapted into paintings, mm. it's its own thing so yeah. I left that and in fourth year you're supposed to like continue your theme, you're supposed to de- develop your theme yeah. from third year into fourth year and then create final outcomes but in fourth year I went with my gut and um made work about what I cared about most okay. and that was like my memories of my home yeah. and I was thinking about it today 
Um, and I was thinking that transition from moving from the country to the city has really influenced my work. Okay. Um, because it's made me realise how much of a connection I have to the country. Okay. So that's kind of what my practice is about. Yeah. Um, but after Grace, I went on to volunteer with Grampian Hospitals Artists Trust. Um, like GAT. Yeah, yeah GAT. GAT. Yeah. I've always kind of been interested in art therapy. So I was kind of like, I thought I would have a go at working in the art room. Okay. They're not art therapists, yeah. but it is therapeutic yeah. for the patients mm-hmm. to create art. Um, after that, I... Um, I did a workshop with Inspire um, with people with learning disabilities and that was like really different um, in a really good way. I was really surprised at different ways to help people Um, and then you know during the time with Slack I was also volunteering with the Northeast Sensory Services. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember I yeah. went to one of your exhibitions that you did a, a mural, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. that was really cool, yeah. So like, the artists in Aberdeen have really influenced me. Mm-hmm. There's a huge focus on Aberdeen, yeah. like work about Aberdeen, and that's what we focused on, and they created like landmarks right. of Aberdeen, and then we did a second mural, and it was... Um, about the parks, okay. the different parks, Aberdeen, yeah. yes, right. and like I learned quite a lot about the history, and yeah. I heard their stories, and I know I'm going off on a tangent. No, I that's can't okay. remember so, what you asked me. No, 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 I think that's perfect because I was just speaking about like you know your practice and stuff, and but mm-hmm. I think you know one thing probably given two years ago, my memories were really kind of crap, but. I remember in a Slack course we had the opportunity to kind of speak about kind of like our influences and stuff. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, so like, what was your kind of early childhood influences like for you in like your in terms of your creativity? Mm-hmm. My influences, um, my well, my family are really creative, okay. so they were really encouraging. Yeah. My dad's a handyman. Right. Like, well, that's not what he does as a job. Yeah. But he would always be fixing things and repairing things mm-hmm. and building like he built the hen coop and like oh, okay. the garden chairs right. and stuff i think he's really really influenced my practice yeah. because i'm so interested in the way things are constructed okay like like i say i don't i'm not a 3d like i'm not a sculptor mm-hmm. but i'm interested in creating paintings that are kind of industrial there'll be like a tin roof somewhere and then like um something underneath yeah. like sheltering and like const- like uh, creating a structure yeah. in my work yeah. um, so like my dad's really influenced me there my mum uh, started doing pottery uh, okay. seven years ago right. about seven years ago um, and we've been collaborating together um, oh, I've been decorating her teapots and we've been selling them at Neos oh, okay. and um yeah, she's been really encouraging. My brother, he's a huge influence too. He's a drummer, actually. Okay. Right. I actually, when I was thinking about the way that my family influenced me, um, 
and my home, yeah. I'm kind of focused on like this this family steading, yeah, and the way that it's evolved throughout the years. Yeah, am I right in saying that? Because um, I guess you've had a few Neos kind of open studios. And you do use the steading. We do, do yeah. Yeah, I can remember. That's one thing I do remember. Yeah, right, you said, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. like, it used to be my dad's shed. Okay. The bike shed. Yeah. And it's been transformed into, like, a pottery studio. Oh, yeah, And then, cool. like, my dad's woodworking uh, yeah. workshop. Yeah. And my brother used to jam in the shed oh, when yeah. we were kids. And, yeah. So, like, they've really influenced me. Also, like, I have a childhood friend. Yeah. We used to create stories together, okay. and I she was slightly older than me, and I think that we used to sort of compete with each other a little bit, yeah. like we'd rub off on each other, and yeah. she would show me how to draw something, and then I would draw something. Mm. Yeah, so we, I think we really bounced off each other. So in a sense, that kind of kept you kind of motivated. I guess, I guess you know, having all those influences. Yeah, I've been really lucky. Yeah, no, definitely, <laughs> it definitely sounds like that as well. So. I guess when you went to grade school of art, did you kind of feel like, oh yeah, I know what I'm doing, I feel really kind of confident, or was it that, that kind of like young student thing, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Um, I had this feeling inside of me that I was completely in the right place, oh, cool. like, I didn't particularly like secondary school, Yeah. Um, went off to grades and it was amazing, okay. it was really stressful. I. And uh, my friends laugh at me because, um, you know, when you were finding your friends in first year, mm-hmm. I remember looking over at a table of these girls yeah. just mucking about. Well, mm-hmm. not mucking about, but they were really, like, smart and mm-hmm. funny. And I was like, I'm going to get into that group. So, like, I muscled my way in. <laughs> and we sh- that's one of them yeah. shares a studio with me now. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was just quite confident in that way. I was like, I know what I want, I'm gonna do it. Like, yeah, Yeah. so I guess you know, I guess like, kind of like the food, like the overall, like your experience of like early childhood creative influences and your time at Grey's, it all seems sounds kind of really positive, you know. Um, yeah, would that be right? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know, like, Yeah, yeah, it is. I totally have that inner like voice in my head being like what are you doing like Mm -hmm. this is a waste of time and this is rubbish and whatever yeah those are the kind of the doubts though yeah major doubts someone wants me just like you know like like cop like putting that boxing in the doubt the doubt monster the doubt person Mm -hmm. you know and then like you know it's just that kind of reality of what's not really true Mm -hmm. like you know like i think the doubt thing is probably you can easily be Comf- you can be comfortable with that, I think. Maybe sometimes you think, like, you should, if you kind of give in to it and be like, oh, yeah. It's easier. Yeah, and I guess you kind of want it from you, when, you, when you're in that doubt kind of frame of mind, you're looking for some kind of confirmation. Yeah, <laughs> that's why yeah. I kept saying no to you, like, yeah. to do this interview. So I was like, no, I can't do it for a whole year. Yeah. But, like, it wasn't, like, easy leaving Grey's at yeah. all. I really felt like the carpet was pulled underneath me. Okay. Um, I know that... I went on to do all these volunteer yeah. jobs, mm-hmm. which were really positive. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a lot of mistakes I made. Because, right. like, at Grace, you weren't encouraged to do, like... You were never really set up to do commercial work after oh, Grace. Okay. Really? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, like... I don't know if they 
don't want to say anything negative. Oh, okay, no. But no. Um, I remember being asked to do lots of different commissions, and like I just I don't know what it was. I couldn't do them. Yeah. I don't want to do them. Yeah. This is bad attitude, mm. but also that's not why I've been trained. Yeah, you just, I guess you kind of went in that because you wanted to create, you know, you wanted to kind of, I guess in a sense, you know, not cliche, that actually discover yourself and discover what your influences are and what you actually yeah. want to put out there mm-hmm. to people as well. And I guess, like, I remember when we was on the Slack course and next, I think we did do, a, like, a discussion, the thing about kind of monetizing your work and actually not kind of, like, downgrading yourself a bit, you know, because mm-hmm. you think about the time and the effort and the, you know, materials that you use and stuff like this mm-hmm. and stuff. I know, like, like for me, because, you know, I was, I know I'm not like a trained kind of like creative person, I don't have a degree or anything about, you know, mm-hmm. with me, like, or I do have a degree in like social work, but not in that kind of like grey school of art or any kind of art school degree. And I kind of thought like, oh, yeah, these guys can totally back themselves up and actually, you know, because <laughs> they're like, but do you, do you, did you kind of, how did you feel about that when those kind of things come up about, you know, okay, you've worked these hours, this is my kind of billing kind of stuff and I've used these materials. Have you have you got that process or trying to, have you figured that out yet for when we was at a Slack course? No, yeah. I think like, one, I'm not that, not confident enough really to, yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, like I know how to work it out yeah. and I could work it out and come up with a figure mm. but then I just think nobody's going to buy it for that oh, okay. but then at the same time I'm a bit lazy <laughs> as well <laughs> I'm just like really just go with what I feel yeah. it's worth yeah. just like at NEOS I kind of probably really undersold my work mm-hmm. but I sold a lot like yeah. a lot of drawings and yeah. stuff I met lots of people yeah. so it was positive that way mm-hmm. But I've got a part-time job, so yeah. like I don't have to worry about putting food on the table. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That's really cool. I think, um, like, when we get, you know, when you kind of think about like, you know, journeys and stuff, and where you kind of started out, and I guess like you know, from what you're saying, like um, in university. They don't really like kind of, and I think I get the same from when I studied as well. Mm. There's some things that you just have to discover for yourself. You know, there's no rule book when you actually go into the real world, is there? You no. know, because you were, you know, I guess I did four years at university and you feel very much protected in this educational bubble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then you get out there into the real world of work and it's just like, oh, yeah. well, this happened. Oh, I did that today. No one told me about this, you know. Yeah. You know, you know, like university. And how have you kind of found that kind of transition managing that? Took me a long time. Right. Like I know people are leaving grades right now. Yeah. And like by the way, you might go through this whole yeah. process mm-hmm. that I went through, and it's fine. <laughs> like I feel like I've come out the other end. <laughs> um, yeah, like you get taught certain things at grade, like mm-hmm. well, at uni, and then you come out, and then people have different expectations yeah. of you. Yeah. And you're like, but no, like mm-hmm. they must be right, and you're wrong. Mm-hmm. So like. But then I got absolutely nowhere with that. Yeah, like. yeah I think um, I think just kind of touching back on one thing, and and almost I'm kind of losing my chain of thought sometimes. It's really bad, but no, so hopefully, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not today. But yeah, um, you know, um, when you was like after okay, you finished kind of university and stuff like that, I guess there was there a lot of kind of like those what now kind of moments, okay. What am I actually going to do now? I'm finished. I've graduated. Celebrated graduation, and what was like your decision? What did you say? 
this is what I'm going to do next. Mm-hmm. I had a plan. Mm-hmm. I didn't have like, this is the dream job I'm yeah. going to aim for, but mm-hmm. it was more like, um, I have been working in a studio like intensively for four years yeah. and now I'm going to go out and learn about the business side of the art world yeah. and curation mm-hmm. and work with a, an exhibition coordinator and workshops and people. Yeah. I had all these plans mm. and like I really like if like when I put myself into these situations mm. like now like yeah. in this interview yeah. it feels a bit like an outer body experience because okay. you just like you just do it kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um yeah. Like I had all these ideas. And like I've spoken to lots of different creative people about this but you sort of like do all these things and then you expect to for people to contact you and things yeah. like that you like, expect yeah, opportunities yeah. to just come yeah. your way and yeah. they don't yeah so I've been so disheartened so many times with that yeah just like why and then maybe it's an arrogant thing I don't know oh no I think <laughs> I think it's just like, you know, I've spoken to a lot of people, like, you know, creative people and everything about it. It's just kind of like, it's, it's kind of like having that, you know, I think, in, I think in the UK in general, we don't, we're not like in the US, we don't go high five, picking each other up and really kind of excited and animated and self-promotion is not really a good thing, especially amongst the creative community as well. I think there's a kind of thing that people don't want to be like, yeah. this is what I do and I think it's really good and you guys should like it as well. You know, <laughs> no, no one really kind of does that, you know, in, in, in reality. But mm. I think there's kind of bits, it's like, you know, if you are kind of doing hard work and you want to kind of kind of sing about it or talk about it, you know, there's platforms now where you can kind of do that, you know, mm-hmm. as well. And I think, like, yeah, I don't know whether... It is, uh, I, I guess, like, you know, your, your ego can easily get dented, isn't it? Because I think, like, mm-hmm. some people, like, you know, it's like, oh, yeah... I want to interview that person stuff like yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and then kind of like he's like, oh, okay, cool, think about it, it's not like that, <laughs> you know. But it's just kind of like, okay, cool. But then you kind of think like, oh no, it's not, it's not about me. It's just like, it's about maybe you thinking that, oh, maybe I'm not ready for that. I'm um, think about it and stuff like that, and that's yeah. like, that's okay, you know. But I think it's that kind of thing. You do get this hard thinking like, someone's read my message. I know they've read my message. Reply <laughs> to me. You know, I sent this email ages ago. No, that's not you. You know, you no. got back to me yeah, quite quickly. Yeah. I just like when I said like, okay. you know, no, <laughs> 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 I just like you know, you send emails to people. You can like, I sent those e- emails ages ago, and they've got back to me and stuff. You know, and you can inter- you can easily internalize that kind of self doubt and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, but mm. I think it, I think it's like a process of like learning. But it's also kind of like, for me, I think you get to that stage, you're thinking like, okay, why do I like it? But if somebody has some criticisms about it, like, oh, I'm, I'm open to speaking about it and actually learning from that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's interesting. I know. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, hopefully not getting lost in my chain of thought now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so like, you know, well, it's a busy studio space and in that room so there's some people moving about oh. um, yeah so like how do you kind of like keep yourself kind of motivated and I guess in like this year you also did, did you do a NEOS as well this year studio mm-hmm. oh yeah you did didn't you didn't yeah yeah yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And, in September yeah and how did that go it went really well yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we've actually my mum and I formed a, a NEOS group mm-hmm. 
Um, so we've got uh, someone who does uh, upholstery yeah. and felting mm. and printmaking. Okay. And then there's my dad who's just returning. Yeah. I'm a painter and my mum's pottery. Mm. So um, we exhibited together. Okay. Neos, we've been exhibiting maybe this year was our third time together. Oh, okay. And is there a name for the kind of like, do you call it, is it a collective or...? Yeah, right. really casual. We don't have like a fancy name oh, okay. for it. Right, right. But also, I've invited. I invited my photographer friend to exhibit this year. Okay. But um, it was successful. Mm-hmm. We all kind of we really support each other. Okay. Like we, like, help each other price our work yeah. and set the place up, and it looks really great. Mm-hmm. We also like when. Neos is finished. We take turns in showing, like, going to each other's houses mm. and sharing our skills and oh, stuff. Okay. Oh, okay, that's cool. So, so you're usually learning new skills and new mm-hmm. practices and stuff. That's yeah, really yeah, cool, it's yeah. been really good actually. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um. So yeah, it was really good. I need to put myself out more and exhibit yeah. it in yeah. more places. Yeah, I think that's one thing that kind of comes up when I kind of speak to people is about like you know putting yourself out there more. <laughs> isn't it? it's, it's, and, I, and I think you know, there's, you know, I think like today, like pointing cases, like you know, you're saying, oh, it's a bit kind of not so sure about this, but then coming on and actually putting yourself out there as well. You yeah. know, it's like I think it's the kind of things like you get to a point that you feel like you know what, I'm just gonna push myself and then see what happens. This new experience and stuff, and the more you're doing that, how are you finding that? Like the more you push yourself, yeah. you do notice more opportunities. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember actually listening to Joe Gilbert's mm. podcast, yeah. and she said that it was sort of like the Yes Man film, yeah. where you just say yes to everything. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what I was like when I left Grace, and I actually thought of that film as well. Right. Um, yeah, like if you open yourself to opportunities you start to notice them yeah. and then when you see it you think well I've seen it I'm gonna have to like go for it yeah and I definitely. think the ball starts to roll yeah. yeah absolutely I think I think that's just one thing is that it's like you know like what you kind of touched on earlier it's just like you know you can't really expect opportunities to come to you you have to actually engage with opportunities and I get yourself but this is I guess I guess in some sense you have to kind of get yourself out there to to a level that you're comfortable with yeah it's kind of like get your work seen or get your face seen and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know and like I guess you know you said you had like you know some people kind of like in the last couple of years at grades and stuff but if you've anyone that was listening just now and they're about to kind of like you know get into studying the art school and stuff, what kind of advice would you give them about like, I guess towards like the end of that kind of time of studying, mm-hmm. what kind of sound sort of advice would you give them like to prepare for the future world of being a creative? Mm-hmm. I think if you've got that urge to create yeah. and that you live and breathe it, mm-hmm. maybe you don't do it every single day, but it's something that you're really passionate about, I think you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Even if a tutor disagrees with what you're doing, like, I think the tutor just cares about you doing what's important to you. Mm-hmm. So we're people at Grey's who um, just listened to what the tutor said word for word yeah. and just thought, well, they've got the right answer. I'll just do exactly what they've said. And it never worked. Okay. So I think, like, if you're passionate, you should go for it. Yeah. 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 That's why I did. I mean... 
it was a struggle, it was a huge struggle, yeah. but it was really good, yeah. Right. And I guess, like, for yourself, in terms of, like, your future practice, are there any kind of things that you would be interested in doing, like, you know, when you're in Aberdeen, any kind of, like, workshops, or even, like, even with your own, like, work, are there still things that you'd feel that you'd want to explore? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm chopping and changing all okay. the time about what I want to mm. do. I feel like I remember how uncomfortable doing workshops was. Yeah. But then, like, it became really fun and really great when I got to know the people. And yeah. um, I'm just constantly thinking about that discomfort and, like, it's putting me off doing it. But, right. but I think it's good to be around people and yeah. bounce ideas off each other mm-hmm. and create something together yeah. as a group. Um, I don't know if I, I, I do want to get into that again. Mm-hmm. I want to overcome that kind yeah. of fear. Yeah. Um, I've got masses of work that okay. I could exhibit. Yeah. Um, I'm really happy with where my work is at just now. I wouldn't cool. want to make any changes or anything. Yeah. But like, I just kind of absorb what's going on in my life and. Yeah. We've got I've got a little niece and she's featured in quite a lot of my oh, okay. newer work oh, right. just because she's created such a big change in our family. Yeah. So I mean I was reading about illustration and the rules about how to be an illustrator and it was like you know if you create a children's book you sh- the character should be some someone that the children can relate to. So I've been kind of almost sort of creating little stories of my niece okay, and cool. the dog, like, <laughs> okay. like little friendship. Yeah. Um, so like, there's a bunch of stuff that I would like to do. Oh, right, awesome, man. Just knowing which one, like, yeah. or all of them, maybe. Yeah. I guess as well, like, you know, you know, you're also planning a wedding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so we, <laughs> which we were speaking about, like, you know, off mic or like... No, you can just plan. You don't have to kind of rush it just now. You can do you know, you're, you're, the important bit's done. You're it's engaged. Gonna hit me. Yeah, it's gonna hit yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you'll get to that really busy, interesting phase of yeah. people kind of messaging you when you've emailed them already about wedding plan details and where yeah. they're staying. It's all fun stuff to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> like I won't bore you with it, but I'll be messaging you for yeah. advice, probably. <laughs> yeah, you know, I can definitely help out with that as well. You know, yeah. but yeah, I think you know. Um, you where can people kind of find you like on social media and stuff? Like yeah. Time. Oh no worries. Go for it. <laughs> I have a million notes. Oh, so on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, so it's Catherine one uh, fifteen oh four ninety two. Cool. And on Facebook, it's Cat Smith Visual Artist. Yeah. Cool. No, thank you, Catherine, for coming on the podcast. Yes, thank you. You know, after that, you know, after me pressuring you and pressuring you for over a year, I feel really bad about that. You know, (laughs) Um, but no, thanks for coming on. You know, I think it's really kind of it's kind of cool to catch up with um, people that have been on the sustainable life as a creative course. 
you know, um, just kind of see where they're at, just and that kind of mm-hmm. journey. So I'm always kind of bumped into you in town anyway, and you know, just kind of occasions and stuff. But yeah, thank you for coming on the podcast and sharing your story with us. And you're welcome to come on again any other time. Yeah. If you've got like an exhibition happening as well, that'd be awesome. Oh, if you yeah. Come and talk about you know any kind of work you've got coming up. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. So yeah, guys, that was episode 41 with um, local painter Catherine Smith. Hope you guys enjoyed our chat and we'll catch up with you again next time. All right, bye for now. Hello again. Yeah, so what did you guys think of the chat with Catherine Smith? I really enjoyed getting to catch up with Catherine. I do appreciate that coming on the podcast and speaking about yourself you know people do come out of their comfort zone and I want to definitely thank Catherine for coming on and sharing her creative journey with us all so thank you Catherine for that and like I said at the beginning I got to plug a couple of things that are coming up so I guess you might be aware that um you know I do a little side thing called Big Up the Dean and I'm going to be at the Etsy Made local Christmas market this year and that's going to be at the St Nicholas Centre um, it's going to kick off on the 29th of November, um, 5pm to 8pm is going to be the opening night. And then on Friday, the 30th of November, um, the shopping hours are going to be 10 to 5. Saturday, the 1st of December is going to be 10 to 5. And Sunday, the 2nd of December is going to be 10 to 5 as well. Um, it's going to be really cool. Um, it's going to be loads of like familiar people. Um, that you may know of um, selling their wares and local traders doing their thing. It's a really great opportunity to to support local traders. And you might kind of find a nice little bargain for a family member for Christmas. So, yeah, definitely come along and support local guys. And another event I'm really excited about is Christmas at the Anatomy Rooms. So, yeah, um, me and sorry, myself and Joe Muir, who has a studio um, at the Anatomy Rooms, and I interviewed her a while back earlier this year. We put together this event. Um, it's going to be from 12 to 5. Um, open studios for some of the other Anatomy Rooms um, um, residents, um, some refreshments as well. It's going to be a really cool event. You know, um, We're going to have Quarry Wood there, Corvid Eyes, um, Jetpack Dinosaur, Valdone, Jay Christie, Shireen Doodles, and Peacock Visual Arts, and myself doing some podcast chats on the day. So that's going to be from 12 to 5. Then we're going to have a little break and pack away our stalls and all our wares and open again from um, half 6 p.m. to 10.30 p.m where there'll be like a resident exhibitions and a Christmas party with a little bring your own booze option. And I'm also going to be making some Jamaican rum punch. So it's going to be the first come first serve basis guys. So hope you all can make that event as well. And I'll be back again with some more podcast ramblings for episode 42, some really cool guests coming up before the year goes out and yeah. And also um, some Christmas rambling episode coming up as well in late December. So yeah, catch you guys then. See you later.